inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook, a show about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. Outlook. On Radio Western. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Outlook on a Monday morning, holiday Monday. Um, who's out there? <coughs> oh, someone's got a dry throat today. <laughs> no. You're the one who sounds like you have a cold. I do actually have a bit of a cold. Uh oh. Yeah. Been sneezing and. Uh oh. I had that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It hasn't been too. My colds generally don't get too bad, luckily, well, yeah. but you can hear it in my voice. I'm the. Yeah, you can, but I'm the wimp because apparently I. Mine was bad enough to cancel our show a couple weeks back there, but you would not. You had no chance. <laughs> nope. I won't let a cold stop me. Right. <laughs> so yeah, we're here. It's very empty in the building today, and it's our first show of August. So welcome to a new month. This year is flying by. Yeah, we're we're getting close to the one year of being here. So that's, that's true. That's yeah, exciting, right? Very very exciting. And uh, yeah, so everybody's out having fun, I guess, uh, enjoying the day. Um, we had uh, a bit of a an enjoy enjoyable day on Saturday. If we want to start with talking about that. Yeah, um, we're gonna um, talk talk to our. We have a special guest in studio as well. Um, I know it's pretty nerve nerving sometimes being on the radio for the first time so no pressure uh you don't have to feel stressed to talk or stuff but so i wanted to introduce uh charmaine is is here on air uh if you want to say hi hi and the, hi i don't know if the like and no no pressure if that does that, uh, does cause that help more or does it make it worse yeah i don't <laughs> it know causes more pressure but what do you say um but yeah your mic is working charmaine so feel free to pipe in if you have any thoughts on anything we're talking about and we do have a couple questions we were going to ask you testing testing test the mic um yeah yeah funnily enough if you want me to be honest about it i did make a few like just a note so i could follow along with so i didn't all of a sudden draw a blank about what question i might want to yeah ask um and uh because i'm still waiting on a braille display to be returned um, so I, I made these really brief notes on, on um, my Perkins Brailler, the manual Brailler at home this morning. And I, I must be out of, I, I didn't have time to look, but I must, from what I found, I must be out of Braille paper practically. Uh-oh. Need to replace my stock somehow, somewhere. I'm not always sure where. I have some Braille paper at home because I got it with the Slate and Stylus that I got at the oh, yeah. convention. It's small Braille paper because it's the well, size of been, this. That would have been fine for my notes. Yeah. Well, maybe I should give it to you because well, I haven't see, been using it. To be totally honest, what I pulled, what I ended up pulling out was like, oh, here's some, must be some old notes. If they're sitting here, they must not be that important. Um, so I must have made notes in Braille about something. And I pulled it out and I thought, oh, I can write it, my notes on the bottom of the sheet here. There's a blank space. So I brought it out and I started looking. And uh, if you wanted me to let you know, um, apparently I still have this uh, old poem from an ex-boyfriend. Oh. I must have brailed it out. Like I, he didn't braille it, but I bra- I think I brailed it out from like an email or something. Uh, and so I didn't even know I had this still. <laughs> so I won't be reading that on air. This is not a poetry show. No, um, it's not. But it's just funny. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I have my braille here. But um, but yeah, so we were going to talk about the summer social. Yeah, so let's start with Saturday and the summer social that we had for the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Do you find the term summer social kind of cheesy? <laughs> Yeah, not, nah, not necessarily. Okay. I, it just sort of came out when we were we wanted to have sort of a. 
Well, I just like it because there's the alliteration. alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we just said the same that word at the same time. We we, we love alliteration. So so it's CFB Summer Social. I, just, I, I think it sounds good saying it. That and way even though saying. CFB is obviously the letter C, not S, it still yeah, no, sounds it still like sounds it could like be an it, S. So, so yeah, I like but that. It's not S E E because yeah, we don't we are blind so. Um, um, but yeah, so that's what we call it. That's what we gave it the name to it last year when we did it for the first time. And uh, we always bring it up, but last year's was pretty pretty well attended and we weren't expecting it. Yeah, last year we were thinking around 10 people maybe and we had like around 30, I think. Yeah. And this year it's so kind of the year, opposite where you'd think maybe... Half as many people. Well, there were 13 basically. people exactly, um, actually. Basically. So, well, not basically. Well, no, but you, how many were there last year exactly? Oh. 32, 30? Yeah, I don't remember specifically last year. I know it's what. It's pretty uh, much halved. Half. Yeah, a little less than half from last year. Um, so it kind of worked the opposite way you might think. You'd think maybe, I mean, I guess there's. it just yeah. depends. Because maybe the first year it's all new and people are excited because it's such a new thing. I don't know. Um, Some people, everybody just must have happened to be free and. and well, the there's so many spread factors. And, yeah. and, and that's what we've been learning being involved with the CFB is I've never really organized events like this so it's it is a very it's a learning experience and it's hard to promote and it's just you never know what you're going to get so last year we expected very few we got a ton this year we thought maybe we could get a lot and it was sort of more what we were expecting last year yeah. but I don't know I think they both have their benefits it's really great last year because there were so many people and it just really spreads the word about the CFB, which is still very not very well known in Canada. But at the same time, having a smaller group makes it a little more relaxing, a little more easy for everyone to talk to each other and get to know who's there. Uh, it, I don't know. I, I, I really liked it this year. Yeah, I kind of think about it as a family reunion in a way. Um, yeah, it just had its own charm this year. And you know, certain uh, th certain things happened over the over the course of the day that made it you know special because it, you know it's going to be different. There, you know, <laughs> we we'll get into it um, a bit here, but um, yeah. So, like you pointed out in your little talk, um, by the end of it, there was that it's you know quality, not quantity, is the thing. Yeah, a lot of times that's that's more important sometimes. And we uh, thought if it was all of a sudden just you, me, and Eric. Patrick, like it, it would be a little depressing if we were just sitting there because we yeah. had the picnic site. Booked. But at least there were some other people, and there were. But there were. There were a few people that hadn't been there before. Yeah, we got some new new show mm -hmm. shows, and I, <laughs> not no shows, but new shows. <laughs> it's not a term. Um, but uh, yeah, I invited a few friends and stuff, and we have, um, you know, a f friend of the family or a friend of mother of a friend who um, is very good at the filming and capturing things with her phone and camera and. So she's, um, and she's very outgoing, so she's always nice to talk to there and have circulating around. And I had a, I got a few friends and a few weren't able to make it, unfortunately, but... Um, yeah, so... I like that site. I'm getting familiar with wh what's where, right? There's a picnic table. And yeah, so it's let's, on, it's let's on a clarify. This, is at, this was at Gibbons Park. Which I'd never even heard of that park before last Neither had I, and I've lived in London for it's seven no, years now. It's no Victoria Park, apparently. Well, it's just not as well talked as much. Or like, talked what's about the other one in London? Springbank? Springbank, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot more. Well, I know, but the that's the other big, big one, yeah. Big name ones. Um, so, yeah, it was a great mix. There were some new people, um, people traveling. So, Patrick was there. Who He was actually also there last year. He's the uh, vice chair here in Ontario. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, he, <laughs> I like to word it that he's like our, the best thing that's, that happened to us this past year, like he's a commodity or something. Uh, he's just a really dependable, helpful, willing 
interesting guy who yeah he's very who he's, took an interest last year when he was there listening and, and he's very he's very chill and easy to get along with and work with and it's just it's so great when you finally it's tough to find people but when you finally find someone who's genuinely wants to help and is interested in the cause and the philosophy that we have with the CFB it's just great when you finally find someone and it just it's like anything it takes time and sometimes you're lucky and you find that person so Patrick is is that example um, but but he traveled all the way from from Barrie Ontario to get here and um, Charmaine who's in the studio here today traveled from uh, where, where are you from Charmaine from BC so you traveled all the way from BC but not just for the social right, right. That, that wasn't your only reason for traveling here but um, she's been staying with me we actually met at the convention in in BC um, back in May that we've talked about here on the show and played clips from um, yeah, so it's good that, you know, it worked out that she could be here for that, too. And I don't know, what did you think, Charmaine? Was it boring? <laughs> no, it wasn't boring. <laughs> That's good. Nothing in life is ever boring. That's, like, exactly. the key is that you can't ever get bored with life because then life's worth not living if it's boring. That's true. you got to <laughs> keep things interesting, right? I kind of think as adults, it's kind of silly and juvenile to say, oh, I'm bored or whatever, like. There's always something. You have like a whole imagination in your mind. Like, oh, yeah. use that. There you go. It's true, right? You could always sit and think about things. A or lot of people do that. Go online and listen to things or watch things. Well, or, these days we have our phones, which is nice too. Yeah, so there's always something to do. So, um, but I'm glad that I'm glad that you weren't bored at the at the social and that you had a good time. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I I am not great with crowds. You know, you know, it's good to have to attend large events like conventions but it's also good to have these little like I said more like fa- fa- feel it feels like family you you love, uh, you love I'm actually not really good with crowds either like, yeah I'm really not I have a I'm have really bad anxiety like and it's gotten a little worse over the past couple of years too which is I don't know how to think about that but <laughs> yeah well crowds are definitely a struggle for yeah many crowds people. crowds are tough and not to not to say the you know, we're, we're raising, quote unquote, raising expectations and all that kind of stuff. But let's be honest, it is tough to be in crowds in general. And then when you're blind, it makes it a little more difficult sometimes because, you know, you can't see what's where and who's where. And especially if it's somewhere you've never been before, it's, uh, it can be quite intimidating. So, you know. Yeah, well, like me, you said it was, <laughs> I said I should revert to my usual quieter, shyer self, but I do... In comfortable enough situations, I do break out of that. And, and Saturday, I I really do try as I'm one of the hosts, and I want to you know put a good impression out there. Yeah, what were you yelling out again? <laughs> well, we yeah we um so Eric, the chair of Ontario, um, he had to use the washroom. So instead of getting someone sighted to guide him there, he apparently w- there's a little porta potty type thing right there. But you know, we didn't want some people that. prefer the actual amenities. But yeah, so you got to walk along this path and past this bench. And did you go to it, Care? I didn't this year. I went last mm. year. So, oh, I, okay, I so went with mom and. Uh, oh, so you went with sighted people. Um, what's her name? <laughs> Doesn't matter. She didn't attend this year. Um, anyway. So. But yeah, Eric was all about being independent, obviously. So he he found it no problem, I think. Yeah. So then later on in the day, we went. Um, Charmaine and I had to go to the washroom, so we went with Eric because he'd already been there before. I had no idea where it was. Took the lead. Um, yeah, he took the lead, and uh, as you can attest to, Charmaine, he's a fast walker, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we had to walk pretty fast to catch up to him, 
But uh, yeah, we made it there and back. And then I think on our way back, it was <laughs> yeah. kind of tough to know where the picnic site was because it is, yeah. um, it is a pretty open area. So I think Carrie, you said you yelled out because you thought it was us, but it wasn't us or something when we were coming back. Well, there there had been some funny stuff going on while you guys were away, some jokes and stuff. I wanted to t- you know tell you. So all of a sudden, I heard tick tick click click in the distance, and I thought, oh, there's my clue. So you um, thought that you thought you heard Kane's because earlier tapping. in the day when it was just me setting up, um, and Eric went to the bathroom. He got, all of a sudden came back and scared the heck out of me. Like I, I wasn't expecting. I heard. I thought I'd hear his cane tapping. Um, but I was on my phone, and that's how he found me by listening to my iPhone talk. Mm. With yeah, so many different cues, right? Yeah. So that's how he found me. But he scared the hell out of me there. Oh. Um, but anyway, well, you guys came back when everybody was around at the picnic tables eating. Um, picnic table. You. I, so I heard this sound, figuring it was you. But so I started yelling out, "Guys, you hear this? What happened? And you got to hear this." Uh, and then Mum or somebody was like. Uh, Carrie, that's like a, 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 a someone hit on a bike and a little baby being pushed in a stroller. It's like, oh, so the, I don't know what they thought. They didn't like. So say, Carrie yelled at a kid. Excuse in a me, what? What was that? Are you talking to us? I don't know if they knew or cared. They might have thought I was yelling at something else, but I did yell in their direction, so maybe they. <laughs> see, those are the kind of little embarrassing things that happen sometimes when you can't see that. For me, I'm not good at the embarrassment factor and, and then just moving on like I do move on obviously it's not the end of the world but in those moments it really I really want to kind of hide I've, I was not going to hide under the picnic table for a few minutes thank you <laughs> but, I'm like that too I get embarrassed with yeah things, so. it's hard <laughs> it really so hard. not only is it hard in crowds but yeah you um, you might mistake someone for someone else or you know, in public, not see somebody and brush by them. Yeah, well, I've I've heard someone say hi before, and I say hi back, but then it turns out they were talking to someone yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. There's you, always situations like that. You want to be friendly and responsive, so you start getting into the habit of trying to answer back when someone says that to you, but then they're not saying it to you, apparently. So <laughs> Anyway, so that was um, me out of my shell. Yeah, breaking out of your shell. I tried to, tried to do the best I could. But the other issue with um, these socials is that we, in, we invite our sighted friends and family, um, but we're really trying to raise the ex- expectations. And even family may have some expectations of, 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 of us that, um, I'm not speaking about anybody in particular, but I just mean, you know, friends and family don't always know the right thing to do and they want to help and we appreciate that. It's hard to know what we should be tackling and what, you know, if we're running the event, we like to be in charge of it and look, look like we know what we're doing. Right. Yeah, I mean the main the main point of the CFB is to have blind people doing all of the all of the main tasks, and sighted people are obviously always welcome. But it's kind of we're we're not supposed to be sitting there and having the sighted people do everything and serving no. us and doing all of the work. Um, it's sort of a different. It's a bit of a bit of a discussion and sort of sometimes looked at in different ways. For me, it's it's important for us to be taking the lead, but at the same time. We want to be able to work together with, with the sighted population, not just us. So, if there are a couple sighted people there and it, and and they're they're helping as well, I think that's all inclusive and I think it's great. Um, we just don't want the model where it's as many sighted people or more sighted people than blind people. I think then then it would be more of a concern. I think. Yeah, but I mean, for certain things, we we either pay for Ubers and taxis and trains and go all by ourselves, or we accept a, a car ride from someone who can see who has a well, car. Yeah. Um, or, or there's a charcoal grill there, not, you know, propane, and and we're still learning how to use propane, obviously. And yeah, and, that's um, that that was that was a big thing there is that the uh, the barbecue there is charcoal, and um, 
Eric, the, the chair, was, was hoping to do the barbecuing, but even he, he admitted that he hasn't really used charcoal in a long time and he wouldn't be comfortable. He, need, he would need to practice first. Um, so, so we ended up getting our mom to do the barbecuing because she can see and, and she's really charcoal is tough for anyone. Even someone who can see it's, it's, it's a process and getting used to, and, uh, it's not quite as simple as a, as a gas barbecue. So, um, so she helped with that and there were a couple. So then, so then she would be the one saying, which ha- kind of hamburger does everybody want? And she would be, you know, delivering it on a, you know, our plates, which we could have all lined up, I guess, and got them from the barbecue itself, like from her at the barbecue or something. But, you know, it was nice. A smaller group this year meant we could all sit at this one long picnic table they had there, which is really nice. There was chairs in the shade we set up with a cooler and stuff, Um, but eventually the table was shaded and it it was nice enough that we all sat around and, you know, had a talk, you know, with a long table, just one conversation going on at one end and one at the other kind of, but it's still more cohesive than, than, than in bigger crowds. So that was nice. Um, and again, I want to thank some people that did help that I did thank already on Facebook, but I just really want them to know we do appreciate it. And not that Kathy might be listening, but we want to thank Kathy for doing the work she did. And uh, I want to thank our mom who was on this show a couple months ago. Um, you know, that she does so much. And Eric thanked the Kajuskis. Without the Kajuskis, there'd be no CFBO Ontario. <laughs> so that's nice to know too. Yeah, no, we appreciate that. And without Eric, this wouldn't be happening at all. So exactly. we always thank Eric for all of this stuff. Um, I wouldn't even know Charmaine, who's here in the studio, if it weren't for Eric, because I wouldn't have got involved with the CFB. Yeah. And never would have went to the convention. So, um, And then we've mentioned him already, but Patrick, of course, just being the new oh, yeah. member and really taking a lead in this in this stuff, we really appreci- appreciate him uh, being involved and doing all of that he has done. Because my question was always, like, what... Well, I mean, I, I know I know for myself what made me um, take an interest in the CFB, but I was curious about Patrick specifically too. Like, what made him come to last year's social and be like, "Huh, I'm not just going to come here because it's a social. We 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 put it on. We don't. We're not doing it to raise money. Um, you know, we're putting it on just for socializing and in, in the summer, something fun to do, a barbecue and. Um, but you know, something brought him back after last year and kept him coming back and had him here this year and and so when we did our little um speeches we tried to keep them brief what was it um somebody at the convention in may was saying how blind people struggle with being brief i don't know if that is i guess you could call it a stereotype but it could be true um eric gave a very good speech like it was well written it was like a mini speech that you'd hear you know at a convention or something um, and we do have some clips, but I don't know if we have any really accessible. I, I yeah, practice with Facebook Live. Maybe we'll play a few next week. We're down to our last eight minutes, so we mm. might want to we might want to move on a bit from the social. I don't know what you think, Kara, but yeah, well, we could play some clips next t- time because we could show a bit of Eric's speech because it was interesting. Yeah, maybe I'll find some some specific parts next time that are good, and I'll I'll sift through the speeches and find a yeah. few specific lines instead yeah, of playing we the, don't whole play the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. So maybe we'll save that to next week because there were some good ones, and it would be nice to feature them a little bit on the show um, but overall the, the social was a really big success and uh, but what else did we get up to this this weekend uh, we went to the lake Friday night right we did um, we had an eerie day <laughs> yeah which lake did we go to Lake Erie um, so how, how did you like uh, Lake Erie Port Stanley yeah Lake Erie it was it was very cold and eerie <laughs> <laughs> I think it should have been hotter outside 
That's what I think. Carrie doesn't because she hates the heat. Well, no, if but, I'm at the beach, I, I kind of don't mind. Right? It, it was a little too cool just because it was breezy. I mean, it was nice, but it was a little too breezy where I didn't really feel like going back in the water after well, we, we were in the water the, once. Well, you're pretty thin, so then you shiver easily and get cold. Um, but yeah, um, we went later in the day because then you don't get sunburnt, but it was still pretty busy uh, Friday night on a long weekend, but free parking after five, which was perfect. So yeah, we had a nice sit on the beach and oh, those fries were so good. Who was with me? Oh, yeah, we just need to make it a poutine. Yeah, you just need it. <laughs> so you're truly Canadian if you love your poutine, Charmaine. Yeah, so I need to go to, like, Quebec or somewhere where all the poutines are at because I haven't had one to my satisfaction since I've been in B.C., so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're you're currently living in B.C. Um, so where, whereabouts are you from originally? I'm from Manitoba. So right next door. Yeah, pretty close to Ontario, actually. Um, and where y- y- I know you talk a lot about BC, and I was just wanting to maybe talk briefly on why what you love so much about BC. I just really like the vibes. Um, it's like really fresh, and they're really environmentally friendly, which is really good for my mental health. <laughs> and I just like, I don't know, it's just all about the vibes for me. I don't know. You just get a feeling being there. Yeah. Um, and and mm-hmm. you, I know you also really like like the fact that the ocean is there, right? That's a big part of it. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, and I know the Great Lakes don't really compare to the ocean, but... I like to pretend when I'm there that it's the ocean, though, or it doesn't matter, but yeah. Yeah. So at least that can maybe give you a bit of a taste of... But I think that, like, any body of water that you can be close to is, like, mm. is good because it's... It's like refreshing and it gives a, a whole new energy because we need water to survive and our bodies are mostly made up of water. So like that's like our sustenance. So if we can be around that and and then that just gives a different kind of energy and clarity that everyone probably needs, which you probably don't get that much if you're not around like any any water, whether it's ocean or lake or wherever. And a word you often use um, for yourself going getting in the water and stuff, as you say, it helps you feel grounded, right? Yeah, but that's personal. <laughs> Sorry, should I? Have I don't even know like how to how to say that, but like I'm a dreamer, so like I'm my I'm never grounded. So the fact that water does that cuz it's like cuz water is an element, so like if you're connected to water and earth at the same time, that's just like that's grounding like and air too cuz we're breathing air, so <laughs> I hope we are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're someone who sort of is dreaming a lot and has your head in the clouds, as they say, it is good to have somewhere you can go that can ground you for a little while, at least. For sure. And I agree. I love water, too, and it always, you know, I wish I could get, I wish I got there more often. It's a little tough. Another thing about being blind is it's, the beaches are generally not um, too close here in London. I think there are, I know, well, actually, no, there are, um, shuttles or some sort of bus or something that can take you out to Port Stanley or Grand Bend, yeah. um, but it's not as convenient. Whereas in Victoria and BC, where you where you are currently living, you say you can get to the ocean pretty pretty easily. Um, so that must be really nice just to have that access to be able to get there. Because um, I would like to go to that to the water more often than I do. Yeah. Um, but needless to say, it was a fun day. Or a fun couple hours at the beach. Yeah, we call it a day, but we were there. Yeah, we only were really there for... I want to go there early in the morning, like like around the sunrise. 
Like, that'd be cool. Hearing all the birds and being there when life wakes up, that's, like, the best time to go to the ocean, too. Like, it's, like, the end of a night and then the beginning of a day. That's, like, the beginning pure of pure magic day. right there. Yeah, maybe we'll try find a time to go early in the day. Our yeah. fam, our, our Carrie always likes to go late, but... Well, no, going... I guess if it was early enough, it would still be cool. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. Um, there are, you know, I love all the seagulls around there and all the birds that love the water. But yeah, sunrise, sunset, they're both... I can't pick one. I like them all. I would say sunrise, but I would have to probably pull an all-nighter to pull that one off because mm-hmm. I'm not a morning person if I'm sleeping, so that'd be hard. <laughs> yeah, well, you always say you're a night, a night person, right? So. I am, yeah. Like a nightlife has a like a different energy that you don't get during the day because during the day around like people and who knows and then the nights times are very peaceful and quiet and it's nice to go for a walk on the streets without having to worry about like how much traffic there is or wh- what else could be going on during the day. It's just like very peaceful and calming and yeah, nighttime is a very solitary um, sort of relaxing time because yeah, a lot of the world, the working. <laughs> Schedule, well, not all. Not, like, a lot of people work nights and stuff, so I wouldn't. I guess I shouldn't it's use that just term. You but just, owls and pe- night shifters. Yeah. yeah, some owls. It's good. <laughs> I call them night shifters. That sounds like they're some sort of magical being. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of maybe think of like Harry Potter or something. Night shifters. Yeah. So Charmaine and I are both big Harry Potter fans. Uh, I like so Harry Potter too. Don't. Uh, not as big as us. Okay. Yeah. Not as big. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> so I showed Charmaine all of my braille books of Harry Potter I have in my living room. I have like a whole wall of shelves of Harry, all the Harry Potter books in braille, which is volume after volume after volume. Yeah, I wonder. You, you never have you ever counted up how many books the, the whole seven books Altogether, is no. in Braille? No, I haven't. Because there, there's numerous volumes for You're each book. You're gonna have to do that. You're the one who likes counting, so. Yeah, you please count for me, Ken. All right, <laughs> I will count. And put them for back you. in order when you're while you're. Oh out. yeah, they need to be in order too because they're all scattered. Happened, yeah. Scattered right now, but it is pretty impressive. Her, her Carrie's shelves of Harry Potter books. It's yeah, it's unreal. like it's like a sight. It's like a sight to see. Like townspeople would be walk by if they could. If it was out on my, if like I decided to make a little. Have you heard of those free libraries people have on their lawns and in their communities? Yeah, they actually have those in Victoria, like um, yeah. in, in certain areas, like in Esquimalt. They have book a little bookshelf, and then you go and donate books, or yeah. you can go and take books. I love that, or you can leave them around for other people to find yeah and it's cool to open it up because it smells like books I love the smell of books like I didn't (laughs) really I didn't know that book sniffing was actually a thing but apparently it's real (laughs) it's better than glue sniffing (laughs) I know and then so like when you can walk into a bookstore and just go smell like just the air of the books around there and mix with the coffee it's amazing (laughs) like like chapters or something oh yes that's so cool because chapters with their Starbucks yeah Starbucks and usually that Starbucks is really peaceful because who wants to go to chapters and go to Starbucks, probably not that many people, right? So you do, though, It's really right? peaceful, yeah, and yeah. they play nice jazz music. And well, as a writer, I wanted yeah. to I, w- I wanted to write a, an essay about what it's like to be going to be. Well, I could do two separate ones: one about libraries, one about bookstores. But because when we were in Victoria, we went to um, Monroe's Books. Have you been there? No. Yeah, it's in Victoria, there on the main street downtown. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to write an article about what it's like when you're blind and you love books. Um, and you, but you can't read them in print. Uh, but you still love the smell, like you were just saying. And the, you know, I love that too. And yeah. I thought I'd write, but that's. I just like. think that like people who, t- oh, I don't want to say 
take it for granted, but like people who are sighted and can just grab a book and read it, like I'm so jealous of them. And I don't really get jealous over many things, but that's yeah. one of them because you know, like that's so cool. Like anybody out there reading, especially feeling right now. the hardcover books and whatever. Yeah. That's so cool. They're so strong in all those pages. Yeah. It's very yeah. amazing to me. And the fact that it's so small, it doesn't take up all the space like Braille does. Well, yeah, yeah, it's not quite the same, right? Like Braille books are amazing and yeah. you, you read Braille, right? In their Charmaine? own way, they're amazing, yeah. But just in terms of like space and what and all that is really the thing. Well, I, I always think I want to, I don't have the money just to spend on it whenever, but I want to get all the Harry Potter books in like a, a copy of each print book too for my collection um, and I was like I like to get books where they're kind of from I like to be in the UK and get them but then I have to bring them home again but anyway it's a, sort of a waste of money in, in if you want to look at it that way for me but, um, I but yeah you have some it. print books I do already right yep. even though you can't read them you yeah. can scan them in there are scanners that oh yeah but that's, that's a lot of work too and it's not it's still not it just convenient. takes away from the enjoyment yeah <laughs> makes it work but. yeah um, and I also have my braille display which is a little different because having an actual braille book is nice because it takes you away from technology and your phone and everything. Mm -hmm. and it's just, you're sitting there just with a book. That's why side people like print books Yeah, in favor of Kindles. But, you know, I'm, I'm learning as I've, since I've met Charmaine that her and I actually have quite a bit in common. So. It's true. Yeah. No, I yeah, noticed that for sure. That's pretty cool. I, so. Yeah. I like that. Anything else specific uh, in common that comes to mind, Care? Um, I mean, we've already talked. No, about just a lot of what she's been saying. I agree yeah. with the water grounding and the times of day and the nighttime and the smell of the books and the <laughs> Harry Potter. And just a lot of that stuff. But so it's interesting. You never know who you're going to meet, and and that's why part of what we love about becoming involved, like you said, with the Canadian Federation of the Blind, is that you met we met people that we wouldn't not have met. And there are you know, growing up, we didn't always know a lot of blind people, and there you know, there's so many interesting people out there. Um, and so we've gotten to meet a lot of them in the last two years. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy to think two years ago we didn't, we're, in, we're just getting involved in all this and now the amount of amazing people we've met and it's just, it's been such a great experience. So cfb.ca, <laughs> yeah, check it out. Check it out. It's uh, it's life-changing stuff. So And you can get the magazine that they put out a couple times a year. I'm hoping to get more involved with that, The Blind Canadian. It's available on their website. Yeah, too. it's for free on their website. Check so it out. There's a lot of good articles about conventions and people's experiences. And I'm terrible. I need to check it out more. Yeah, read it more. But it's uh, definitely <laughs> It's not like you can go pick up a newspaper and read it. <laughs> anyway, I'll yell at you about that later. Well, you're not going to yell, are you? <laughs> All right, well, we're past 11.30. There's no in the news today. Uh -huh. um, so it's more of a chill day, but I guess we can probably wrap things up soon unless there's anything else we wanted to tackle or ask or anything else you're thinking, Care? No, I mean, I didn't want it. To, I wanted to kind of turn into something casual. You, you, can t uh, you know, I have questions, but you don't have to follow all of no, them. No, I don't like to be too formatted. I want our show yeah. to be not it's all you formal and me, all the time. And then and we, we like to have guests, but we like to make them feel comfortable and welcome. And It's tough on the radio, and it's tough to make someone feel comfortable, and it's, 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 it takes a lot of practice, but I think the more shows we do, you, can, you want your guests to feel at home. You don't want them to feel stressed or, you know, it's supposed to be a relaxed place. We don't place want to put here. anybody it's, on the spot. No, not at all. And if there's ever any questions you ask someone or you're on the radio and you don't want to answer, you don't feel like, just, just say, uh, I'll pass, or I don't, I don't really want to answer that. And it's all, it's all good. It's all good. So, um, I don't know if you, there's anything else you want to say, Charmaine, before we wrap up. Thanks so much for braving it out and coming on the show. Glad you're enjoying Ontario. But, uh, yeah, 
um, thanks for coming. And uh, I guess we can wrap it up in the middle of the second uh, half of the hour here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, again, check out cfb.ca and um, check us out. Yeah, all of our stuff is coming up here in the outro, but mm-hmm. we have a new email as well. Outlook on Radio Western at gmail.com. All right, uh, we're going to... I'm going to go eat some peas, fresh peas. Anybody, anybody peas. in? No, thanks. No, thanks. Okay, we'll find <laughs> you some poutine then. <laughs> That's not very healthy. Well, maybe I could go for an avocado salad or something. Maybe. There you go. Nice. Okay. All right. We'll probably be back next year. Next next year. Next year. <laughs> next week, unless Brian's, you know, out with a cold. All right. We'll uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye, Charmaine. Thanks for coming. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Oh gosh, and on seriously. Facebook. <laughs> what? Facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western.